what's next? Whiskey flavoured vodka or vodka flavoured whiskey? Uh, I don't think they needed to be doing that far. Put uh, it like this. This is going to be a huge thing. This is getting more and more, it's gathering more and more momentum. And it's it's something that purists will just record. You, you could see them, you know, like a, a vampire caught in the, in the sunlight. They'll start to shrivel up. Ah! Because... What they've decided to do is bottle half roads to a cocktail whiskies. I like cocktails. I, I like the idea of flavoured whiskies, but yes. I, I must admit I'm with the I'm with the purists on this. <laughs> I think, you know, where does it end? Where does it stop? Where does it begin? Well, put it like this, you haven't tasted some of these. I have to, I'm gonna to have to go get bring you over. I'll bring of, you over some of them. Some uh, of the coffee ones are disgusting. Some of them are lovely. Aye. Well, you see, here's the thing. They're going to be experimenting, and it's the same as everything else. You'll have loads and loads and loads of people trying loads and loads and loads of different flavours. Some will be okay, some will be, that needs lots of work, and some of them will be repugnant. But not the same ones will be repugnant to the same people. And not the same ones that are nice. I'll be the same ones to the people that think they're nice. That's right, because they do some crisp flavours in some countries and they don't do them in other countries. Well, but I guess we must have the most diverse uh, crisps slash uh, chips flavours of anywhere in the world. Um, because, I mean, every time there's a, a football tournament, they, br- they bring out about a dozen different types of fl- crisps and give them all punny names, you know. Yeah, which which only work in English. If you tried if you tried to, if you tried them in any other language, it would be like, why have they spelt that wrong? Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you go go to the states and tell them that you've come up with uh, penalty onion flavored crisps. You know, instead yeah. of pickled onion, yeah. <laughs> people look yeah. at you as if you're absolutely crazy. Yeah, or, no, or, well, or stars and stripes. You know, chips, which would be st- salt and vinegar. We'd know it's salt and vinegar, but they wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, we, yeah, it just it would be. But the thing is, these there's been this move over the last number of years. We've, we've all seen this for whiskies to be sweeter and sweeter and sweeter because people's palates have become conditioned to very sweet things. Um. Because we've put so much access to sugar over the last de- few decades that if things are bland, what they tend to do is put salt and sugar in them, or salt, sugar, whatever. As flavour enhancers. As flavour enhancers. And then they, they put in, um, I mean, like obviously in Chinese, they stick in the uh, monosodium glutamate to give it the umami thing. And this is what they do. And now sugar's that, dead cheap. That savoury taste. Now we've tried some mm. great. Uh, Japanese whiskies, right? And they yes. have that Takamimi had that savoury taste, that un- umnami mm. taste, as mm-hmm. you say. That was a great whiskey, I thought. Yeah. So, so, why then, if we know that's a great whiskey, why then are they introducing whiskies that are basically, you can't, I mean, all I could taste was the coffee in that whiskey. No. You have, <laughs> you can't call them whiskies, by the way. They're not whiskies because they're, they're flavoured. Some of them call flavoured spirit, flavoured this, uh, flavoured whiskies. 
etc etc now I have a few of these I have uh, I have Jim Bean Peach I have Hague Club Mediterranean Orange oh that have, sounds lovely mm, and I have the daddy of them all Crown Royal Peach now if anyone if anyone wants to know where certainly a section of the whiskey market's going to go just google Crown Royal Peach do you see just how popular this is certainly in the states I don't, as far as I'm aware it hasn't been released over here I got a bottle brought to me it sells out, it's that popular doesn't it there's people drive miles and miles and miles to get this and they can't really keep up with demand um, this also really started with your honey flavoured whiskies there was this idea that some whiskies, if it was sweetened a little bit with honey, that would make people more acceptable and approachable to it. Bush Mills did it. Um, I liked it. Um, Jack Daniels done it. I wasn't particularly keen on it, if I'm honest, because it, it's it's not really for me. I'm, I'm not, I don't have a sweet tooth, unlike yourself. So it's not really for me. I do like certain sweet things. Um, and there's a certain way things can be sweet without being sugary sweet and saccharine sweet. You know, there's different levels of sweetness, different types of sweetness. Um, so what they've done is they've started bringing in different flavours. And these things are halfway to being cocktails. All you really need for these is, uh, certainly for me, you need to add in a little bit to, 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 to take it down and then... Um, a little bit of fizz and really you're halfway there and a couple of ice cubes and you've already made cocktail as you I think you said one time before um, so you have to remember there's another appeal to these as well the Hague Club now bear in mind whiskey has to be a minimum of 40% a bottle of that Hague Club isn't very expensive I think it's like 20 quid or something there or thereabouts this is at 35%, so it's diluted with, with this colouring, or this colouring, this flavouring. That's about, that's about 20% dilution, isn't it, really? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, hang on, what's it take? It's going to take it down. 5, 5%, it's going to take it down from 40, it's about 8, an 8. Um, an 8, okay. So it's about 12.5%, about 12.5% okay. dilution. So this makes, this makes your spirit go further as well, doesn't it? And what happens if the alcohol goes down? What's what's a key point in all whiskey buying? Uh, you can you can you're below the legal limit of driving then, are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, hopeful. <laughs> uh, just just a bit hopeful there, Tom. Oh, the customs customs and excise then? Yes. Yes, because you get charged by the amount of alcohol. Right. The LPA. So if it's less alcohol in it. It's cheaper, and it can be considerably cheaper. A bottle of Jim Beam Peach, which is, is I just wanted to read this. this. It says on it, a peach spirit drink infused with Kentucky straight bourbon. Jim Beam Peach contains all the pride of the Beam family's 225-year history with refreshing take on family tradition. Our distillers have infused rich flavour for peach spirit drink with notes of Kentucky straight bourbon. Okay. Enjoy straight or mixed with soda or 
iced tea. I, iced tea would probably be all right for this, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's thirty-two and a half percent, so it's you know it's it's got a considerable kick to it. Um, this was fourteen pound for a ball. That's cheap. You're getting a lot of buying for your buck there, in in some regards. Now, do I like it? No, not really. Uh, but I I appreciate what it, who it's aimed at, and it's not aimed for me. Um, so these these flavourings, the hey club, I think that was like fourteen pound or something. That's it's kind of why I just bought it because it's like, why not just give it a, a whirl, um, just to see what they're like. It says Hague Club Mediterranean Orange, exclusively from the House of Hague, established in 1627. Experience the light and smooth taste of Hague Club Clubman. A single grain Scotch whisky, perfectly paired with delicious and, natu- and zesty Mediterranean oranges and other natural flavours. So it, don't, it doesn't actually say what the other natural flavours are. <laughs> Can so, they get away with that? Can they? Well, it seems to be they have. Um... What did I say? Perfect, delicious. Another natural flavours. Pour over ice, mix with lemonade, and garnish with a slice of orange for a fresh citrus serve. Citrus serve. Um, just open. I mean, it's very orangey. I mean, it's artificially orangey. It's like it doesn't. It tastes like smells like sorry orange zest with. Orange is it trying to be an old fashioned? Is that is that trying to be an old fashioned with the orange yeah. zest? Is it or what is it trying to do? No, I think it's it's just trying to be a, a cocktail base as much as anything else. The Hague bottle looks pretty cool. I, I like the Hague bottle. That it's a square blue bottle, and it's nice with the orange on it. It's well it's well presented. But I mean, it's it's, it's adding in these flavours. Um, it's whenever they say other natural flavourings. Is it like they put apple and everything the way they do with with uh, sort of preserves? Even apple's the major thing in, in most preserves, even though it isn't even yeah, listed as being one of the flavors. It could very well be. Um, I, I, the, <coughs> they're not going to tell you what that other natural flavors is. I, I'm going to say other natural flavors are other citrusy flavours to because it's got a very sort of citrus hit to it it's trying to be very fresh 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 um, which obviously has its place if you know if you're sitting at the beside a pool in, in <laughs> you know in the south of Spain Italy especially at the minute because you need everything you could get to cool yourself down over there at the minute but it would be uh, that's kind of what it's aiming for you know it's that kind of jet city lying on the beach type kind of crowd you know Crown Royal Peach is a slightly different f- kettle of fish if I'm honest um, it says peach flavoured whiskey the Crown Royal Distilling Company 35% AL alcohol by volume 7 proof and to create this extraordinary blend Crown Royal whiskies are carefully selected by our master blender and infused with the juicy flavour of fresh Georgia peaches once picked the peaches are de-stoned pressed and stained to preserve their bright aromatic flavour. The harmonious notes of this summer fruit complement the smoothness of Crown Royal blended whiskey, mixed with iced tea for a refreshing tasting cocktail. Now, you know what it says there? This is made with uh, 
Georgia peach is de-stoned, pressed and strained to preserve their flavour. It doesn't say other natural uh, flavours. See, natural is a strange word for me. No one ever they turn around and say something's natural. For me, the, the, what's the opposite of natural? Supernatural. Unnatural. Unnatural. Unnerving. Unnerving. This is the ghost... <laughs> the ghost of apples past, you know. It's, it's just paranormal apples. How many um, flavors do you reckon they tried before they settled on peach to be the the number one one? I'm gonna I'm gonna say they didn't try too many, mate. And I'll tell you why. There there was a huge tradition of distilling uh, in in America for a very 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 long time. But you know, pre prohibition, loads of people distilled. Lots. Of that. I mean. Hundreds of thousands of people were distilling mm-hmm. because lots of them were doing it at home, and lots of them were using whatever fruit they could get. And one of the, the big flavors that sold shared loads all across the states was was like a peach brandy. Um, and there's probably a good reason for that. It's quite sweet. Well, peach snaps is pretty popular, isn't it? Ah, uh, well, peach snaps is. is, is Pretty popular, yeah. Um, there's been there's lots of Germans, uh, people of German descent in in uh, the US and loads of states. You know, German's the second best spoken language, even now. Um, so yeah, but it's it, there was a huge this tradition of say peach brandy as much as anything else. So the idea that that it's still there and loads of people. I mean, Southern Comfort is in part made with with peaches. Uh, so. I would imagine it probably didn't take a huge amount, but Crown Royal peach just smells of really good peaches. Now it's really, really sweet, uh, but that's what it's designed to be. I'm just reaching. Take that off. Pour a little bit. But that does taste like, or it smells. Sorry. Like really fresh peaches. There's not the same artificially um, flavour coming off that as you're getting off the gem beam or the hag. And it's coming through. And out of the, th- the, the three that I have here, um, it's, it's the best, but that's not saying a huge amount for it because it's not hasn't got much competition. But there's. It's. All of this is not for me, okay? This is for a much a different audience than myself. Uh, but that's where the market's going. And there's more and more. There's a, uh, a peanut butter flavoured whiskey out now. Uh, they're all going to be doing this. Didn't we see one the other night that was sort of like praline flavour I actually tried it at one time it, it really tastes like praline flavour it's it's quite unnerving really because it's like you're drinking liquid chocolate yeah uh, you know there's been lots of liqueurs out and I think we have to be very careful not to get these confused with with liqueurs you know there, there's lots and lots of different liqueurs out these are flavoured whiskies. you know a liqueur is something different uh, it's made from any 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 number of different things, and some of them are building themselves as liqueurs. Some of them are building themselves as flavoured whiskies. Some of them are building, you know, uh, whiskey based 
spirits, but they're all essentially the same thing. They're all uh, flavoured whiskies. That's essentially what they are. It doesn't they can sort of get round the the fact that it's not a whiskey, whatever means they like. But it uh, if you have peanut butter flavoured liqueur whiskey, and then you have Crown Royal peach flavoured whiskies, then you have Hay Club spirit drink, and it tells you it's that's based on on the whiskey. They're all basically the same thing, just flavoured with different stuff and different styles of stuff. Do you think we'll see flavours coming out that are savoury in this rather than sweet? No? Probably not. Which... Peanut butter can be a savoury thing. Yeah, I'm going to say that's not going to be a savoury one. I mean, the thing about these, they're cheap. You know, you're you're going to get an awful awful lot of... Is this and sweet flavour for your money? Is this a, is this does this heart back to colouring? Is this a way of if you make a load of spirit and it's not mm. up to much good, <laughs> if you just mix it with a flavour and put it out there, does that yeah. does that make it sell? Because it's cheap, it's cheerful, it's a it's a flavour. The flavour is overwhelming everything, and people don't know any difference. I'm going to say, Justin, I think you're probably correct, my friend. I think that's. I'm uh, getting worried. I'm getting good at this whiskey game. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to be putting out um, single malt flavored. You know, peanut butter flavored single malt. <laughs> you know, that's not going to. But be. listen, I'm not. I'm not I'm, all joking aside, I can see the high end ones coming out with something like truffle flavored whiskey <laughs> or caviar flavored whiskey. Mm. You know, realistically, you could. Yeah, you know. Um. No, if they want, if they want to destroy their reputation, fair enough. Um, when you're talking about the higher end stuff, if it's a bit like, do you remember Parker pens? Remember Parker pens? You know the wee arrow on the. On, I do. I'm not a great lover of Parker pens. They're too thin for my fat fingers. But anyway, <laughs> well, they decided that they would bring out a ballpoint pen. Right, uh, and try and compete with your re-plastic back pen. Right, yeah. And it just totally and utterly ruined the company. Didn't do that, didn't do that. Because if you want a boilpoint pen, you buy, you know, eight back pens for a quid sort of thing. Right. Parker had this... I just steal them from the boogies. <laughs> I know a boy stole wild pilot from the bookies one day. He thought it was a colour TV. <laughs> she was the sort of people I had okay, right. guy was making a delivery one day and uh, he just took it that the, the, the boy that I know worked in the bookies because he was always there. And the guy says, Do you want to sign for that? I know problem. Boy signed for it and he, he made it off with the box. <laughs> it was, it was 10,000 bookies' pens. <laughs> anyway. <Right. laughs> But uh, Parker, Parker decided to make cheap ballpoint pens or ballpoint disposable pens. The problem was they were about five times the price of the big one, and people were like, "I have all the, I have you know, my nice Parker pen that cost me fifty quid or whatever it was, and now they're making ballpoints. They've lost their sort of exclusive brand, so I can't see any of the higher end guys." bringing out a single malt um, truffle flavoured you know but stur- Sturgeon's buttocks flavoured <laughs> single malt you know I mean Sturgeon the fish not, not Nicola <laughs> right 
but listen, listen. The the actual you see, sometimes when people extend the brand, they actually then sell on the brand uh, to concentrate on their heritage brand, but they're not going to be able to do this because the flavours aren't really a full brand extension, are they? Uh, well, I think they're a brand extension because their their names on it. Um, but it's not like you can hive them off. You could you could like get rid of your favourite division in five years' time because it's making a fortune, uh, and then retrench back to your main brand. Then could you? I don't think so. I think if you have once you sort of plant your flag out. I mean, Crown Royal is it's it's well enough respect at whiskey in in many regards, um, but. Its core product is the, the the cheaper end of the market, Jim Beam. Again, one of the biggest brands in the world, uh, one of the best selling whiskies in the world, or bourbon, wherever you want to put it. But they they, it's it's sort of, you don't bring out. There's not too many. They're not staking their reputation on the higher end aged single malt style whiskies that the likes of your you know your sort of Glenfiddich or your you know um, Glenfarkless or something like that aren't going to be bringing out you know something bizarre like um, uh, Highland cow flavoured uh, well funny you should say that right I'm going to predict a flavour that will be out I reckon in India by 2025 there'll be lychee flavoured whiskey now Lychees are are sweet. They are. Uh, uh, so that's uh, you can have in India. Don't forget the the vast majority of Indian whiskey sold it's about four pound a bottle. You know um, that would that would make it three pound a bottle if I did it lychee <laughs> flavoured and watered it down a bit. Well, you can see it sort of happening, but I think with the the, the burgeoning middle class that's appearing in India, I think they are. Uh, more more apt to be heading towards looking for single malts and, and quality rather than the cheap stuff that they've been having for years and years and years. So I think it's more likely to come out in in the States and, and Western countries than it would necessarily be in like Sandia. Okay. Watch and see. We'll wait and see. That's all uh, we can uh, do. Wait till you see the different flavours that are going to be popping up over the next few years because between the sort of hard seltzers that are you know your your pre-made they weren't the they time. weren't great Marty were they I liked them all right but they weren't great were they, they? Weren't, they're not my cup of tea but they're not aimed for me you know okay. there's lots of that stuff just I'm I'm a bit of an, an old sort of traditionalist to sit with a Guinness and a whiskey you know the, the younger crowd they want to they want to be drinking good quality stuff that's that's packed full of the flavour that they want and if the likes of Crown Royal Peach are doing it and it appeals to them. Why not? You know, I hate to be sort of stereotypical, but it's it's aimed at more of your your younger sort of even female drinkers. Um, and I know that's not a hard and fast rule, but that's kind of who's going to be drinking this. You know, um, the 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 single cask. You know, the the twelve year old single malt drinkers. The all of that. This is not aimed at them. There's plenty of those. Plenty of scope for all of that. You know. Well, my money's on yellow man, <laughs> yellow Korean flavored Irish whiskey. Well, I'm thinking. I'm thinking this. If you don't know what yellow man is, um, 
Yellow man's a type of sort of honeycomb. Oh yeah, we might be getting Zuckerberg if I talk about a yellow man. Yeah, forgot uh, about that. You have yet. to be very careful yeah. about this. We, yeah. were, we were talking about uh, colouring and whiskey the other day. Yeah. <laughs> what way we termed that in case the Zuckerberg. Uh, uh, yeah, remember when we talked about the Black Pig's Dyke, which is a de facto <laughs> historical thing going back a couple of thousand years. And yeah, we it's a defensive Zuc- structure. <laughs> it's a defensive structure. And it was just about the most <laughs> innocuous thing you could get. Well, it's the most Zuckerbergable thing. Anybody that doesn't know what you're talking about, you know, it's a defensive port along the, the sort of bottom of County Tyrone. Um, County Fermanagh. Oh, boy. Nuts. But no, um, as I say, it's this stuff, kind of stuff's not aimed at me, but Yellow Man is a, is a honeycomb-style sweet from down here. So I think a Yellow Man-flavoured pochine is what we would need. Sounds like a plan. Let's get I think bu- so. Let's get busy with it. <laughs> b- b- but first, make sure you come back Saturday nights, 10pm, YouTube and Facebook, watch the live show and subscribe and follow us on uh, Facebook as well. And also you can catch the repeat Sunday on Instagram and on LinkedIn as well. And remember, wherever you get your podcast, just ask your smart speaker to play it and hey presto, we'll appear just like... Mrs. Twitchy Face in Rent-A-Ghost. It's a bit scary, really, but that's true. Catch you Saturday, Marty. All right, buddy. You take care. Take care, everybody.